Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And, and we're Witches Talking Tarot. And we've brought you a show all about the occult. We're talking different lores and mythology. Yes, creature features, cryptids, aliens, you name it, we'll cover it. Conspiracy theories. Absolutely. And pagan holidays and 100%. All eight of them. Yes. Spiritual living, you yeah. name it. That's right. We've got it for you. So if you want, come sit with us for a spell and let us make you laugh. We are Witches Talking Tarot. Thanks, everybody. What's up, Rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned that there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. <laughs> Enjoy. Wow, we're coming back into the magicians. The magicians. I feel like it's been so, so long. It well kind of has, actually. <laughs> it's it been has. a year since we almost almost a year, not a full year. But it feels like a year for sure. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah. every month feels like a year, I feel like as you get older. And then at the same time, it's going by so fast. <laughs> yeah. It just feels like the the last year was like so many years. Yeah. Because I was reminding yeah. people, I was like, that like submarine thing happened in 2023. And they were like, whoa. And I was like, I know that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, it feels like a million years ago and it's not even a, yet a year. It's when um, Ariana DeBose did that rap, Angela Bassett did the thing. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Rewatch Recap for Season 2, baby! Woohoo! Season 2! Yeah! That, ladies and gentlemen, is Orlean, my co-host from Spooky and Strange. What, Go check what? out that podcast. What, what? <laughs> yep, yep. And I am Dustin, your other host, and we're here for Season 2 of The Magicians! I don't know why I'm singing. I'm like jumping ahead to season three, I think. <laughs> Getting all musical. Well, no, that, that's coming up too. So maybe, yep. I'm, maybe I'm not jumping ahead. We'll see. So, okay. Let's, uh, how are we feeling about this? Coming back, you know, what, how many months has it been since we finished? So many months. It's got to be like eight or nine months. It's been at like least. a Narnia of months. <laughs> <laughs> Or a fillery, either you know, either a way. A fillery of months. Oh, I like <laughs> that. That actually kind of that actually sounds like a real term. Yeah. <laughs> so how are we feeling about coming back into this for season two? I, I you know, I really like the magicians. I always like coming back to the magicians. I'll rewatch it forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, you know, it was really funny because I just made a, a meme. Or a post, I'm going to post on TikTok later. And it's, it's how, you know, I can't resist, not keep, I want to keep going, but I need to wait because if we come back and do more, I don't want to, I want to have it fresh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, uh, I know. I so. almost kept going and then I was like, no, nope. 
just wait, just wait. We can do this. We can do it. It'll be all right. We'll we'll be fine. It'll be okay. We'll, it's we'll, just it's we'll a fun show, and it's fun in a really chaotic way where it keeps surprising you, and you're like, oh, that's a twist. <laughs> of some sort, yes. <laughs> but it's just like another it's just another plot point for them. It's not like yeah. the big twist. It's just like another monkey wrench in their plans. Yeah, and I love that. I love it, it kind of does like, you know, we love talking about the vampire diaries, but they had a lot of these weird twists like that too. Yes, stuff that came it's out exactly of left field, the same. So, it's yeah. this like ensemble cast that is constantly just dealing with chaos. Yeah, trying to fix the one problem, but then another problem is built, and another problem is built, and they still never well, got back to the first problem. they're creating their own problem, and then they leave someone out, which creates its own problem and another path, and like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, how? where's this going to go? I don't know. I don't know where this is going to go. So, rewatchers, thank you again for joining us. I want to thank uh, the Witches Talking Tarot ladies, Maddie and Amber, for joining our Patreon. Um, I know. I'm really excited about that. We're going to do something different this season for the Patreon and do some like just flat out episodes for the Patreon, like a couple. Okay, cool. Something like that. Um, And besides other things that will be coming out. So, you know, thank you again, Amber, 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 (laughs) Amber, Maddie. Um, We appreciate you. And if you want to join the Patreon, there is a link in the show notes um, and you can follow us or, you know, follow the show on Instagram and threads at the rewatch recap. And you can see me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Um, you have Orlean at spooky Orlean on Instagram. And I don't know if you're even on X anymore, but you know, I have <laughs> abandoned not. X. I have abandoned the dumpster fire of X. Oh, I, can't I completely, I deleted the file. I deleted my account. Yeah, I, I was done. Oh, I can't use it. It's, it's a pit. No. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so find us there, rate, review, and subscribe. And are we ready to start episode one's recap of The Magician Season 2? Season 2, let's go. Yes, Knight of Crowns. Previously on, they went to Fillory to stop the beast. And in order to get um, the God-killing knife, dagger, whatever they would call it, the which blade is that called? The blade the of... The Leo blade. The Leo blade. Thank you. Um, the rightful king of Fillory, who turned out to be Elliot, had to marry the knife maker's daughter, Finn. Meanwhile, Alice drank Ember's seed. <clears throat> come. Oh, God. It was so gross. It's so gross. A whole glass of it. it looked like really thick milk. Anyway, um... Just to be able to wield the blade to kill the beast. So she had to do that. And her eyes glowed and everything. Julia's memories were restored by Ember after what happened to her, I don't know, magical culty prayer circle group. Um, (laughs) Who were praying to Our Lady Underground. And suddenly she remembers everything that happened and how Reynard the Fox killed them all. And he tricked them and he inhabited Richard's body and raped her. So then the Beast meets the group in Fillory, knocks out Margot and Elliot, cuts off Penny's hands before he can cast a spell. I'm like, damn! And nearly chokes Quentin to death before Julia steals the knife from Alice, Mm. who gets killed by the Beast. Mm. And then she uses it to take the Beast hostage so he can help her fuck Reynard's shit up. Julia! (sighs) Julia, I love you, but... (laughs) I know. They they got screwed by Julia. So here we go. Episode one of season two, Night of Crowns. It starts off with Quentin running through the woods, calling for help. Help, help. 
of course, he's all helpless acting, you know, um, <laughs> you know, all frantic he can get. <laughs> he finds himself near what appears to be the witch from Hansel and Gretel's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. There's like freaking lollipops and stuff like growing out of the ground in front of it. And and uh, the woman comes out and says, hungry after being chased. And he says, no. And she says, usually they're being chased. Hmm. <laughs> And he's like, I'm sorry, but like back where I'm from, there's a thing and it's a witch and you know, there's a cottage and she's oh please, this cottage is mostly wood. I'm more of a healer and a gardening enthusiast. And she like points to and I'm like, who can grow giant lollipops? I don't know. I love it. <laughs> oh, this is, I love how ridiculous this is. So so he's like, okay, I need help. And she's like, okay, what are you gonna give me? What you're offering? And she's like, I suggest gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to people to say, ask for help? And like, okay, what, what are you offering me in return? I mean, we could all be a little more clear with our expectations, right? We should. We should do that more often. We like, should. Can you hand me that off the shelf? What are you giving me? <laughs> you do know you what have I mean? gold? I will take gold. I will take gold. A penny? It will be okay. We'll, we'll build. Anyway, so... He mentions helping the high king of Fillory, and she says, okay, I'll give you the discount rate. Just give me a vial of your blood. <laughs> Ew. No. No. Oh, yeah. Anybody knows. Don't, don't give magical beings any genetic part of you. No. No, ever. Like, that's anything. No, no hair. No teeth. I don't care if it's a booger. Don't give it to them. <laughs> don't do it. So... They get back to the wellspring shack that they were in, and Alice is suddenly alive, and she kind of does a little flashback, and uh, Ember's god seed brought her back, and then she revived Margot and Elliot and brought them back, and then um, Margot is truly pissed off at Julia, like rightfully so. We all are. What I mean, the fuck? Seriously, right? Oh, <laughs> Damn. And Quentin turns back to the woman. He's like, well, you know, can I get my blood back since I don't really need your help? And she's like, no, no, you're a fillery magician. Careful with strangers. We only look whimsical. And then she leaves. I'm like, well, damn. Yeah, duh, duh, Q. Where you been? And you know that's set up for something. Something's going to happen to Quentin later. Oh, yeah. For they no reason. They have his blood now. I mean, you don't set up something like that and don't do anything with it. Come on. So, Okay. They go back inside the shack and try to look at the wellspring. And there's like this big, like circular puzzle lock on the floor or in the floor. And so there's like one piece left in the middle. And then they find it on the desk. And like Quentin tries to open, I think it's Quentin who tries to grab it. Um, and he like burns his hands, like, ow, you know. And apparently it's one of those things, just like the Leo blade, you can't be wielded by someone without power or mm -hmm. something like that. And so she's able to pick it up because she's still got the God Seed in her. And uh, it's like a metal ball. And she puts it in there. And um, I love, it. of course, Margo's like, wow, swallowing has privileges. <laughs> <laughs> Not the time. No, no. So Penny's bandaged wrists. Um, he, oh, he looks so like he's holding a box with his hands in there. And he looks so childlike standing there. You Poor know what Penny. I mean? Like, yeah. Kind of like he's like, he doesn't know what's going on or what to do. Like he's lost in the store and his parents walk off. What would you do? Off. 
It's you very know? sad. Yeah. It looks really sad. He's really – he's kind of freaking adorable at the same time doing – you know what I mean? Like, oh, poor thing. I want to take care of you. You just want to cuddle him. I know. You do. You can't push me away. He has no hands. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You have no hands. No, no, no. You got nubs. So <laughs> – so anyway, so they open up this thing on the floor and Alice tries to drop the bucket and there's like a bang and an earthquake. And Elliot smartly says, well, why don't we not touch this right now? It's where all magic is coming from. I don't think we needed to deplete anything any further just in case. Like, let's don't do that. Let's, you know, we don't want to blow up fillery. And <laughs> I misspelled this. I, I, sp- I spelled it question, like question. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Quentin says that they need a plan. And Margot starts freaking out about, like, what plan? What plan, Quentin? What plan? And Elliot's, like, trying to calm her down. He says, oh, you know, we'll get through through it somehow. Don't worry. And she's like, yeah, when it's a cheating on an exam or if it's some fantasy where the hero gets beheaded halfway through season one, if we even are heroes, we might just be comic relief. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? That is all true. All very true. realistic at this point because they just went for the big thing. They got ready and they failed. I know. You got to start to doubt a little bit. I just love how she and Elliot communicate through like TV shows and movies yeah. and other pop culture divas and stuff. That's how they, I just love how that more, more of that's coming up. So get ready for it. It's pretty great. Um, Elliot gives her his emergency flask to pass around while they think of a plan and opening title sequence. The magicians. <laughs> <laughs> now we're in Manhattan with Julia and the Beast, who I'm going to start calling Martin now. Um, they arrive at this, like, when they show up in Manhattan, they pop into Fun Zone Kids Indoor Play Park, like a ball pit, basically. Mm-hmm. What a place. And Martin's like, oh, I like this place. And I'm like, and that's the reason why they came there. They found out that's why they're, it's, it's the type of place he would want to go. And so I'm like, yes, he's still a child inside because he's lacking that piece of growth because of all the trauma that happened to him mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. it made him into a monster. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's really weird. Anyway, so Julia draws out a spell to make sure Martin doesn't act against her. And helps her, like he's indebted to her to kill, helping kill Reynard. And when he's dead, she'll put the knife down and he's free to take it type of thing. So he can't get it until then. Also, that's anyway. a terrible deal for the world. I know. I'm like, why? Julia, but, come on. But I think she's got her own loopholes. Because he's talking about, oh, I'm thinking of all the loopholes. Remember? I think he says that in a little I'm bit. I'm sure she's got a plan. Yeah, she's got to have a plan. Anyway, back to Fillory. Elliot says how stupid it was for Julia to take the blade. And Quentin sort of defends her. It was like, well, she wasn't in her right mind. You know, it, you know, I'm like, you need That's to shut true. up. It's That's true. true. And he kind of knows why now. But it's like. Oh, I mean, it's not that, relevant. What happened happened. It happened. Right. And it wasn't right of her to do something like that for her own, you know. Anyway. So Penny makes a point that priority should be focused on killing the beast with his poor little bandaged nubs. <laughs> yeah. So then we see Finn run up and it's now new Finn, Brittany Coran, who is Finn. I like throughout- her. I know. She is Finn throughout the rest of the series. The other Finn didn't have a personality. No, they didn't give her enough to to do 
they, she was just kind of yeah kind of flat there was nothing to her you know but like this one, i forget there was ever an original fen as you get deeper in the series you're like of course yeah. this is fen because this is fen yeah it's kind of like you know other other people from other shows who took over and you're like oh that that's them that's who they are anyway so yeah She's excited to see her new husband, Elliot, and she goes off to get them something to eat. Oh, I want to get you something to eat. Oh, and Elliot is not thrilled with the thought of being her husband. You can tell. Um, and I bet she actually forgot. <laughs> I mean, understandably, because it's all oh, stuff totally. Happened. Also, what are they like? This. Did we decide they're like 25 ish? Yeah, because they're supposed to be in grad school. So, right. So, like, Penny is. Or, or, I mean, to... Yeah, Elliot is for sure. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> anyway, so he says he, he wants – he's like, I like her. At least I hope I do. <laughs> like, oh, no. Damn. She seems nice enough. So um, Quentin talks about how Rupert Chatwin found the armory, which is filled with books. And he basically theorizes that Rupert was in the Battle of the Bulge and, they, and he may have learned some battle magic in the armory that helped them win. Kind of what? Just tossing that in there. I know it was. It was just like, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's get a little magic helped. All right. So they decide to go to Castle Whitespire to research. And Penny decides to go to Chatwin's torrent, the Healing River, to reattach his hands. So that the ones that he's carrying in the box. And Margot's like, well, I'm going to go with him. I need to get some healing water for our upcoming battle just in case. He's got a big you know, jug. And that's smart, you know. And she tells Penny he's wiping his own ass, and he somehow looks shocked. I don't know why. How would he, Margot? Come on. You find okay. I'm, I've already theorized this. Okay, how you would do this if you're especially why? in the woods? Why did you spend mental energy on this? Because it popped in my head because she okay. said it, and I was like, "How would you do that?" And I just went, "Okay, what you would do if you could somehow get your pants down? I don't know how you'd pull them back up. How would you? How would you do this?" So what I would do is. I would like find a really thin tree and just like rub my crack in the thin tree. <laughs> I just don't think this would work. Margot's just being mean. I'm saying it would be it would hurt, but you know, but it would still work. I don't know. Maybe it was a leafy bush. <laughs> you should see your face. <laughs> anyway, so in the woods, Quentin, Alice, and Elliot are walking, and Quentin I did it again. Quentin. What the fuck? Um <laughs> Excuse me, I have a question. Question, please. He notices that the wellspring ball on Alice's wrist is kind of there. And she's like, well, I'm going to use it. I'm going to keep it here kind of as like a barometer. To, if it gets warm, I'll know that the power is going away at the god power. And um, I was like, well, that's smart. You know, it's mm-hmm. a good idea. That way you know how much time you have. And then they spot a carriage and it's pulled by two white horses. And Alice is like mesmerized because she really loves horses. <laughs> That was like this random thing that she started doing. Like, got really, really excited about the horses. Like, okay. Because these are all like emotionally immature young adults who are mostly like teenagers inside. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, you know, she never really got to have fun in her life. Right. Too- so many of them had parents who either parentified them or just like abdicated responsibilities and like, you know. Yeah. Now it's a little regression, but, you know, sometimes you have to. Anyway, so they're like, hey, the driver doesn't stop. And they're like, well, that was rude. Like, what the hell? And Alice realizes, oh, they're not going to acknowledge us until, like, Elliot has officially been crowned king. 
Like they're not gonna be like, oh, you're anybody mm, I need to, I need to pay sure. attention to. And so she's like, we need to get you crowned just because you are technically the new high king that you haven't been crowned yet. So Quentin figures out where the coronation place is, saying that they have to cross a rainbow bridge to get there. Elliot's like, isn't that where family pets go when they die? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, code for death. <laughs> that's code like, for dying. They cross the rainbow bridge. You know what I mean? Like that's they that yeah, that's where they go. They cross it. Yep. And I was like, or it could be the Golden Great Golden Gate Bridge, Rainbow Bridge. Okay. Excuse or it me, could be an actual Francisco. rainbow. That's true too. <laughs> so they decide to use a spell to find the coronation spot. Elliot does it, and it's like this pretty like thing with like dancing flowers, and it like kind of snakes away, and they follow it through the woods. Meanwhile, in Manhattan, Julia and Martin seal the spell, and it burns an insignia into Martin's hand. Into like I guess it's where his thumb mm-hmm. is or something. Um, he smiles. And it's like, yeah, I thought of every loophole. And she doesn't seem bothered by it. And he laughs because this is going to be fun. I mean, look. Commercial break. Julia, honey, you're very smart, but you're like eight months into this, maybe. People have been doing this for decades. Dude's got an extra finger. About <laughs> how much he's been he doing He knows it. more magic than you. He can do more magic than you. <laughs> Okay. Our heroes are so stupid. I love them, but they're so like foolhardy and full they're of so, themselves. Yeah, they're so full. Of, like I am the smartest. Like, mm, yeah. I don't think you. I think you think you're the first one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So back from commercial break, we're back in Manhattan, and Martin sort of admires that Reynard pulled out Julia's friend's hearts, and he's like, "Why did he do that?" <gasps> and Julia's like, "Well, I guess maybe because he liked the taste of hearts." And uh, Julia is like on her laptop smoking And I'm like okay you can't magic away Lung damage jewels Quit now while you're young Stop it She needs something The stress of the situation I mean At least she's not like doing heroin okay I would do pot before I do like nicotine cigarettes Oh 100% Yeah I'd be chilled out But it was definitely illegal in New York at this time right So like That's true she can get cigarettes. She doesn't have time yeah, to find a drug class. dealer. She can get what the hell she wants. She you doesn't have I mean? time to find a drug dealer. She is trying to find this like God. Okay. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> can you imagine? Okay, well, I gotta get stoned first. So I need to find a weed dealer. So pause while I go to some random park. I, and-, and then I'm gonna ha- then I'm gonna we're gonna have to eat afterwards because I'm well, gonna be yeah hungry. we'll have to get food. <laughs> and and then I'm gonna have to have food just in case for later. So and then we can get started. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, an hour. Maybe? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. um, (laughs) Thank you for going on that journey with us, everyone. Yeah. yeah. So Martin is fascinated by the computer saying that things that come up with when they don't have magic. (laughs) And Julia says, yeah, like accounts that tweet police scanner details. And he now thinks that birds have computers. That's fun. I know. And like, and you know what, though? This was tweets things. I was like, oh, it's been dated. Damn it, it got dated. Oh, tweets don't exist anymore. There's no such thing as tweets. Why do I sound like Sandy Brady? No such thing as tweets. No such thing as tweets. Oh, God. I don't even know what. Is that, an, is that a voice? I don't know what that I was. don't know. It just came out. I don't know why. Rest in peace, Twitter. 
All right. So, yeah, Julia finds an article about a house in Florida where bodies were found missing hearts. Yay. And suddenly they're in Florida. Boom. They are immediately there, and Julia glamours her ID to be like a a police investigator of some sort. I didn't really see the badge. (laughs) And she tells Martin to keep people away nicely while she talks to a little girl who's in a blanket by the house. Yeah, that's what you need to be doing, Julia. Go talk to little girls. Okay. And so Martin's like, hmm. And he just kind of walks around the corner and enters the house, and a policeman tries to stop him, but Martin just freezes the cop. And I'm like, hey, that was humane. That was nice. He didn't do anything mean to him, you know? Just stopped him. And he finds the heartless dead bodies and an arm on the couch, blood everywhere, of course. And we see some Hedgewitch star tattoos on their arms. And it was Reynard of Reynard yeah, the Fox show gets was here. Real true crimey murder. I know, it really did feel like oh, yeah. intense. The magician's law and order. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Break Bill's division. And then you see Fog put on his like special magic sunglasses. With Alice and Professor Anne featuring Martin Chatwin. That was fun. That was good. So outside, Julia found out that Renard is still in his Richard suit. And Martin is like, oh, who cares? And Julia's like, I fucking do. Like, okay, but. Julia has a lot of feelings. I think I said that in season one, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He totally was like, not like a consent king. He wasn't a good person. He just, he was very selfish and demanding. He made her go into that woman's mind. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. It was really screwed up. I would take care of myself, Julia. Yeah, just mm. so she doesn't think that they learned anything. And Martin produces a, the card to show that he had there was a specific r- ritual that conjured up. Damn, why can't I talk? <laughs> they did a specific ritual that conjured Richard. And he's, she, oh, okay. So he got the stuff that she needed, basically. And it was really interesting. Yeah, he found that card on the table, picks it up. It's like a tarot card, it looked like. Mm-hmm. But it had blood and stuff on it. He's like, oh, this is what this means. And Okay. Yeah. So back to Fillory. Margot and Penny are at Chatwin's Torrent, the river. And Penny doesn't know how this works. And suddenly there's a guy that yells from nearby that they will have to sew Penny's wrist back on before they put him in the river. He says he watches the river and helps people with their ailments to heal. And produces a really big curved needle and string. And I'm like, mm, a little too convenient for me. That's how you sew. I know, but the fact that he's like, I stand here to put people's limbs back, oh, I guess. Sure. I don't know. It just feels weird. I mean, like, trust no one. That's that's you what, know, yeah. yeah. Some guy's like, I'll help you. Like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you should start learning Also, this get his Fillory. credentials first. Is he right. like a Felorian doctor? Is that is that needle sterilized? Will it matter because you're putting it at the river, but still, I mean. That's true. How does the river work? This is I how you know. get kicked out of Fillory. Yeah, <laughs> you ask like, too many questions. Like, no, we're done. Just open up that portal. Thanks. Anyway, so yeah, Margo's like, yeah, this guy's fucking weird. 
Like, Not yeah. that Margot is like the best judge of character either. Yeah. Well, no, she could spot a weirdo. I could, uh, yeah, she could do that. She is a weirdo. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we can smell <laughs> our own. We can smell our own. Um. So naked Penny, we get to see a little booty crack, a little bit. Um, gets into the river, and I was like, ooh. Hello, Arjun. How you doing? I mean, he is a very attractive man. Oh, he really is. Um, he so this guy like hits on Margot, <laughs> saying he, like, "Ooh, you must be from Earth because Earth women are beautiful." And she's like, "Ugh." She's rolling her eyes, like, "Oh God, get the hell away from me!" And wonders why it's taking Penny so long. And the dude says he might, you know, he may have drowned and she starts to freak out. But Penny starts to reemerge with his hands intact, completely intact. He's just got a little line around his wrist. And the guy tries to sell them wares. And, you know, he's like, hey, yeah, I cure these cure this ailment. This one is this one. And they're like, no, 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 thanks. And he goes, well, you know, um, I was happy to help. And he's like, puts out his hand. And Margo's like, oh, God, he wants a tip. <laughs> Wait, do they pay him? Well, he's like, well, 20 gold pieces is customary. And I'm like, that's extortion. He wants <laughs> money for the service he rendered. Yeah, but he never said that it was a service. He said he helps people. He didn't say that he, you know, helps This is the fee. problem with being an upper middle class college or like master's student. You have to like, hey. You don't know uh, how things have to work. Something? Right. Yeah. You're going to be like, are you going to charge me for this? You need are to Are you ask. doing this for free? Right. Don't you got to ask. Everything isn't just free because you exist. Word. (laughs) Word to your mama. But but Quentin did the exact same thing. So, like, they're all learning this lesson. Oh, no. They're all doing it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, don't distrust people. So they don't have any money. And the guy's like, well, you can pay it back for three to five years of labor. He sewed his hands back on. Nobody else was sewing the hands back on. (laughs) I'm just defending this guy because, like, he put in the work. And then they're going to stiff him of anything. three to five years worth of labor work? Come on. They're not going to give him anything? I mean, 20 gold seemed like a reasonable starting offer. (laughs) Yeah, so Penny is getting pissed because the dude's like, you said none of this before I got in that river. And he's like, what do you, you know... And he goes, I want to know if you're officially representative of the torrent anyway. <laughs> Are you? Are you officially supposed to be here? And They're uh, so used to their structure and their systems, like break bills. Oh, I know. I know. And Penny's like, you know what? I've met con men like you everywhere I go. And he was like, you know what? This place is on public property and yada, yada, yada. Whew. And so surprisingly, Margo was the one apologizing for Penny. And I would have thought she'd have backed him up. No, I feel like he's going full Karen here. You think so? I think he's going a little Karen. Or I don't know what you call it when it's a dude. But I I mean, I think he's outraged beyond like, hey, you really should tell people this stuff up front. Well, I think it's because so, okay. So here, typically when somebody says, hey, I can do that for you. And you're like, oh, you can? You're like, yeah, 20 bucks. You like sure. you say it outright like, up front. The the guy should have said like there should be a here are the things I do and here's what it costs. But Penny also should have been like, hey, does this cost? Like they're both wrong, which is why Penny shouldn't be this mad. What I would have done was I would have tried to barter something from Earth that I had on me. That's what I mean. Like they don't really offer. Like hey, what about this? Without no one getting else has real- it, uh, right? You know. Like Penny has all kinds of shit. 
he has charms and stuff like and bracelets and this yeah, he could scarves. have done this better yeah yeah i'm not saying it was fair but i'm saying like well you know, I mean, there's no official in fillery oh that's true that's true <laughs> right? they're learning that you know you're in the it's wild like west the yeah you're not a child <laughs> they don't care about children's stuff they're, this is adult stuff and it's different when you're an adult yeah so yeah, so Margot tries to barter. She's like, hey, you want, you want my diamonds? And he's like, what the hell are diamonds? So <laughs> she's like, well, that's useless. Yeah. <laughs> and Penny tells her, you know, let's go. And they're like, okay, fine. They leave. And while they're walking away, the guy does a spell behind of them. Of course. And the lines that are, you know, connecting Lenny, Lenny, Penny's hands to his wrist, they start to glow. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. So that is the first. At least owe commercial. him a favor, right? Like they just nothing. Yeah. Mm-mm, that's how you Mm-mm. get on the wrong side of magic. No, no. So back from commercial, we go back to Manhattan. And Martin has a plan to cast a net to catch a god. He writes a list of items that they will need. And she says she'll go alone. And he requests, you know, can you drop me off at the playground so he can, so I can innocently watch children play? So I can suck the souls of children. (laughs) Like her face is like my face, like my face, my mouth dropped like, no. Yeah, he's the worst. I'm like, when someone automatically defends their innocent actions, like he's like, I want to go watch the children play. It's all really innocent. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. That's a major red flag. Well, it's like, if they have to say it automatically. She would well, he is a murderer. And he was sexually abused as a kid, and that usually kind of continues on. You know what I mean? Like abuse. Oh, it doesn't usually sort. continue on. Statistically, it's very low. Oh, really? Like extremely low. I know that it does. It can though. So I'm not saying it can, it but I want to say it's like ten to fifteen percent. And he's creepy enough to be like, yeah, maybe not. Let's not have him around the kids. <laughs> yeah, I just wouldn't want him on a playground. I don't think he's no. going to necessarily abuse the children. I think he's going to eat their faces. Yeah, or or do something bad. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> like, I just don't trust him in general. I don't think he's necessarily a child predator. I think he's a predator. <laughs> yeah, in general. Just a <laughs> right? predator. Yeah. Everybody's prey. Yeah. Yeah. So back in Fillory, Quentin and company find the Rainbow Bridge and Margot and Penny catch up via a note that they left them. Mar- you know, so Margot's like, I'm going to be High Queen. I call High Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just me. And Penny's all smiles about his reattached hands, saying they work perfectly now. And then Penny's hand flicks and a tree branch snaps nearby. And Margot notices and he says, well, I'm just healing. It's fine. Don't worry. It's I'm just healing. And you're like, okay. You know. And so the Rainbow Bridge is like a bunch of flowers, like multicolored flowers all over it. And it reminds me of the same type of bridge. And it might be the same bridge, just altered for whatever show that they've been using in um it's like Percy Jackson, the new Percy Jackson series. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, they've got like five episodes in so far. Okay. Um, so there's like a big bridge with a bunch of like hanging cloths, and it looks like the same bridge Ooh. except instead of cloth, it's flowers. So um, it could very well be the same. And I think I've seen it in other things before. I think it's a famous bridge. But anyway, so they arrive on the beach finally after they cross the Rainbow Bridge, and there's this like old, dead-looking knight who's like asleep. He looks like he's just dead, but he's very asleep. old. Like he died of old age. Exactly. Like he is frail. 
and he wakes up with this like cough and it's like full of dust <laughs> in his cough, like a, like a cartoonish, like, you know, you're expecting moths and everything. And he introduces himself as the Knight of Crowns. And Elliot announces himself, well, I am high king because of the blood test they did. And the knight says, well, I have to test you see, to see if you truly are the high king of Fillory from Earth. Mm. And the answers will be in his heart. He'll know. He, he's like, how do I know if, what if I don't know? He goes, oh, the answer, the right answer will be in your heart. You know, and he's like, okay. And so the first question this man asks <laughs> is, what popular TV program stars Tim Daly? <laughs> and Alice was like, which one? He was in a lot. <laughs> and the knight says, well, there's only one correct answer. <laughs> and and Elliot's like, okay, no, no, no. Okay, that's, no, give me another question. And so the question is, what singles performed by offspring of famous, not by the offspring, by offspring of famous entertainers? And Margo's like, that's crazy vague. Like, <laughs> That's happened so many times. It's so funny, though, thinking about what you would try to put as, like, questions if you yeah. just came from, like, a modern era. I know. And the guy's like, I'm going to give you a hint. The Beach Boys. <laughs> and then Margo and Alice go, hold on, by Wilson Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, they both kind of looked at each other and, you know. Margo's like, I had a thing. I liked it. I like the song. It's my jam. And Alice figures out that, oh, these are all questions from the 90s, from the 1990s. Mm-hmm. So Quentin's like, oh, you mean Tim Daly? You mean Wings. Wings is the show with Tim Daly. I loved Wings when it was on. Did you ever I watch Wings? I never saw it. No. It's I Steven always skipped Weber it because I didn't know what it was. It takes place in a, like, a commuter airport, like a small little small <laughs> town fun. airport. Yeah. So, you know. So, yeah, Quentin's like, it's wings. And Penny's like, of course you know that. Like, shut up, Penny. You're not helping. You know, why are you mad? He knows the answer. Penny is just big mad all this episode. He's just like, he really hates Quentin, like, so much. He does. And, like, it's not, it's not feeling, I mean, yeah, Quentin's a big dummy. But, like, it's not totally deserved at this point. Yeah, now it's just, like, just he hates him in general. Like, he just wants to be mean. So the night is shocked that it's not the 1990s anymore. And Quintus like, yeah, it's 2017 on Earth. You know, And this made me think of something. Damn, too, that's so recent and it's so long ago at the same time. I know. I know. Ugh. But so what was funny was that when the show left off in the first season, it was 2016. And it comes back as 2017. But then so he changes the year, even though they haven't been gone since 2000. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. I'm like, oh, don't do that, man. You shouldn't just say it's the 2000s, like just say yeah. this or the 2010s or something, you know. Anyway, that would have been so my little nitpick of the episode. Um, so Elliot asks for a question about Patrick Swayze, and the man's like, You know, of Swayze. <laughs> show. When this show gets into its pop culture references, it, it's so much fun, <laughs> it just goes for it. Elliot proceeds to grab Alice's hand and do the Johnny Castle speech at the end of Dirty Dancing. Like, I'm not going to do it, but that whole, and there's one person who showed me who to be me, and that's Miss Frances, you know, what the hell her name is. Anyway, so the knight bows and calls him, your majesty, you are the great. He's like, 
I love how this shows like how arbitrary this system is. It's so crazy. And he like, here you go. Here are your crowns, right? And we go to commercial break. So during this commercial break part, I want to do our uh, old Patreon thing that we did okay. on the other Patreons where we did Fuck, Mary Kill. All right. I want to do that really quick. I think that'd be fun. Okay. Um, so I'm going to pull out three for you. And I'll pull out three for me. Oh, I pulled out three exactly right there. That's so funny. Ooh, this is exciting. I know. It's really fun. Um, oh, and there we go. Okay. So... Uh, for those of you who didn't listen to Patreons, um, we did some Fuck, Mary Kills where I wrote down characters that showed up, significant characters at some point, and I just, I'm just i going to keep adding to the jar as new characters mm-hmm. arise. So um, I'm not going to do like one episode characters because there's so many of them, but if there's some that are really significant in the plot, yeah, I'll do that then. So, okay, so... For Orlean, yours are Reynard the Fox. No, how dare you? Stanley, who was Penny's mentor, the one who killed himself. Uh, in the, yeah. The uh, 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 trailer. And James, Julius' old boyfriend. This is dark. This is Fuck grim. This is grim. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. So who, would, what a- who would you F, marry, or kill? I mean, yeah, I James, have to Stanley, kill Reynard. Okay. So he's dead. Like we Renard. can't exist in a world where Renard lives. He'll kill us all. Um, yeah, but if I... you F, you might end up with like a god baby and have powers. Anyway. So. And tied to Renard forever. Yeah, no. that's true. Um, I guess I'd have to fuck Stanley so I can marry James. Yeah. Stanley wouldn't be so bad. You could like travel places. That wasn't really much of a choice, I gotta say. <laughs> that was a real like, I gotta survive this fuck Mary kill. I'm sorry. I'll let you move mine. Okay, so mine are I have Margot, Quentin, and Our Lady Underground. The fuck? So, uh I'm going to fuck Margot. Yeah. Marry Our Lady Underground and kill Quentin. Nice. Nice. I mean, if I'm marrying Our Lady, she's a god. I'm going to marry the god. Yeah, you don't need Quentin when you have these two. Yeah. No, sorry. Sorry, Q. So, and that was Fuck, Mary Kill. Damn. Mine was yeah. significantly worse. <laughs> Disappointment clouds. Oh. <laughs> now we're back from commercial break, and... We're back in Fillory. So Elliot just wants to put their crowns on and be done with it. But Quentin's like, no, come on, man. We have to do something a little more formal. This is like a thing. You know, it's a big deal. You're being crowned king of something, you know. Seems like it's a big deal. I mean, why not? So he's like Elliot Neal. And he says he has no doubt Elliot would be a great king and dubs him High King Elliot the Spectacular. And then Penny's like, ugh, rolls his eyes. Well, you're only mad because you're not getting a crown, Penny. I, I hate that Penny is in this scene because it feels racist. Because he's the only one not getting He's it. the only one. And it would make sense if he weren't there. Why did you have him be there? Just like have him be somewhere, pop over to somewhere else. And then well, I know Margot's not technically, she's not white, but she's white presenting. She is. she is, and like it just feels weird to exclude like the brown guy. Yeah, yeah. I know, like, it's just weird. Yeah. He's here. Just just write him out of the scene if you don't want 
to crown. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I he never doesn't have to be it. there in that moment. He doesn't have yeah. to be there. And it being just, a jerk about it at the same time. It's yeah. not helpful. No, it's not. So Elliot does, you know, he does the next two. He's like, he calls her High Queen Margot the Destroyer. And then he apologizes to Alice for betraying her by sleeping with Quentin. And they both say they're working on their flaws. And he calls her Queen Alice the Wise. And that's when Margot volunteers to do Quentin. She says he's inspiring for them. She already did Quentin. Sorry, I, know. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, she says that Quentin is inspiring for being honest about how he loves and feels about things and apologizes for her part of fucking up something that was good for him, basically with Alice, I guess. Eh, and he was going to fuck it up eventually. Yeah. And she calls him King Quentin the Moderately Socially Maladjusted. <laughs> Everybody else gets these, like, really nice titles. And it's just like, that's what he gets. It's a real burn. But you know royal what? It, burn. It's really kind of fitting though, because he stands up and he hit with his crown on. I'm royalty, bitches. And I'm like, oh, shut up, Quentin. Oh, Quentin, you are the Chet Hanks of this group. You're cringeworthy, Quentin. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, poor Penny doesn't get a crown. He's pissed off about it. It just That's doesn't make sense. Just give him one too, because he's there. This, I mean, you don't know grab how many some, thrones like, twigs there are and, and like, shit. Like, weave a circular crown or something. It's just fucking weird. Say, call him like, I don't know, default king, like, or, you know, um, second string king or third string. I don't know. Just in case. Why? Show? Why? Well, I don't know. Just to do something. So he tries to control some of his magic again, but his hands fuck it up again. And Margot figures the guy on the torrent put a hex on him because of how Pete, you know, how he treated him. And you're like, yep, that's exactly yep. what happened. And he says, I'm going to go back and try to sweet talk the guy and I'll meet up with you at the castle. Like, that's what he should have been doing at this moment. I wouldn't like, they should have had a scene where the guy after what happened. But right. yeah, he should have been on his way while they were doing this crowning ceremony. That would totally have made sense. He's not here when they do the thing. So he doesn't get a knighting. Yeah, it, it would have looked a lot better. And yeah. yeah. But anyway. So Alice and Quentin, they make up and she's like, you know, we things weren't going to go well and it wasn't just that and blah 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 and you know and she's like can we still be friends and you know I'm, i mean i'm not she says she's not mad about him cheating but that she lost him i'm like you didn't lose him he's just fucked he up like left. a moron right. he left yeah he's all fucked up and quentin wants to test alice's powers <clears throat> her god powers all right we'll see what we can do and you know here grow the seed for some reason. And like, did I miss context here? Like, what's, I mean, and she knows the spell and, he, you know, tries it. And she's like, I can't do that. He goes, no, 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 just try it. And so, and suddenly there's this full tree in front of them. Like, it grows up fast. And she, like, she does, like, a little, like, wave of her hand. And the apple drops out of it. And she, like, she excited. She's all kissing him and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is, no. It's so up and down. Like, come on, stop. <laughs> Stop yeah, they're giving me Ross and Rachel. Just be yeah. single for a while. Just don't be together, please. Let's not do this. Back in Manhattan, Martin asks Julia why she wasn't killed with her friends and figures out, oh, how'd you escape? Like, you know, how'd you come across unscathed? And like, oh, you weren't unscathed. And I don't, she's like, I don't want to talk about it. But he's like, okay. So, yeah, I was raped as a child and... I can now deduce who is powerful and who is weak. The powerful survive. Jesus Christ, dude. 
I know. I was like, but basically that's what he says. He's like, yeah, and I survived and the powerful survive and you're a survivor, Julia. And she says the people that Julia come across, I don't know. They're not the healthiest people, Julia. I know, but it's like sometimes people, some people have to go through dark crap to make them a better person or meet the worst people to so they know I do. Yeah, not I mean Julia's on a on a dark path for sure. She's definitely on a dark path. So yeah, she says, so I should just like forget about this. And he's like, Yeah. And she says, by running away, growing extra fingers, and killing a bunch of grad students 39 times. Julia, he's a murderer. I know, but (laughs) she has him in a contract. He can't do anything. And he laughs, and he's like, you have a shade to you. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, he's kind of playing therapist to her in a little little way. Mm -hmm. A little bit. And it kind of seems like he is kind of helping her. Yeah, at times, I almost thought that he was a figment of her imagination. The way he was talking to her. Yeah. So he says he doesn't care for people, but I like you. And, you know, you're strong and, you know, um, with practice, you'd be a worthy collaborator for, like, plans that I have. And he says he needs to sever her shade. And I'm like, basically her feelings. And I'm like, oh, like dropping your humanity in the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, it's exactly like that. It's just getting rid of it. Boom. Drop it. And she's like, no, thank you. And he says that she should let him know if she, you know, she changes her mind. And he like walks off humming with his creepy ass. Like, <laughs> he's always. If you ever want to be an empty vessel, hit me up. Yeah. Just, you know, be somebody who does my bidding. Yeah. So back in Fillory, the royals arrive at Castle Whitespire with their crowns intact. And everybody is bowing. And there's Finn is already there. And, you know, there's a whole slew of servants and whatnot. And we meet. Tick, Tick Pickwick, the first time we meet Tick Pickwick, of the Northern Marsh Pickwicks. He's basically going to be their advisor, I guess, and yeah. immediately tells Elliot that there's several problems that need his attention. And the throne room has been locked for a long time, and they can't find a key. So Elliot says, well, that's fine. And, like, let's go to the armory. We go back to Manhattan. Martha is laughing, and he's enjoying Rick and Morty. He just loves Rick and Morty, apparently. He thinks it's hilarious. I'm like, it's not my show. I just can't get into it. I just Oh, I like it a lot. A lot of people do. I just couldn't get into it. So Julia is trying to sleep, but keeps having nightmares about Reynard. Therapy, and girl. I know. I'm like, girl, he's, you know, seven that shade. Anyway, so back. <laughs> I know it was a little sudden. Like, oh. Um, back in Fillory, they find the armory, but... There's like hardly any books at all in this thing. It's been ransacked and like all the books on battle magic are missing and they're just like devastated. They're kind of pissed off. And Alice, she looks over and she finds like a workbook and it's got a recipe of like spells and stuff. And it's got a break bill symbol on the cover. <gasps> what? <gasps> doom, doom, Commercial break. And when we come back, it's fillery again. And Penny finds the guy at Chatwin's Torrent, but this guy is not in the mood to help Penny, even as Penny bribes him with becoming a duke or something, because the others have royalty now, you know? And so this guy goes, your actions have consequences. Even flippant words muttered in frustration. And like, this is true. true. That is a truth in any world. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone can decide not to forgive you for some like minor thing. Or screw you over because they misunderstood something. Yeah, Yeah, Absolutely. So he says, you know, I did you a service. And especially he's like, um, 
what he said, especially for the part that he's playing coming up. Oh, yeah. He said something about that. Something about the part that Penny's playing coming up. Something mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like, what? I don't, huh? I don't remember this. So Penny begs and he's like, come on, man. I'm really sorry. And the guy says, how do I put it this way that you'll understand? Hmm. Go fuck yourself. And he leaves. Like, How many times has Penny said that to somebody? Ouch. I know. He he deserved that. I'm sorry. Yeah, he does he deserve did. this a bit. He did. So at Castle Whitespire, Quentin and the others are packing up to go back to Earth, but Elliot must stay because he's the High King. He laments about all the problems Fillory has and then complains that they don't even have champagne. <laughs> they don't have it. No bubbly. But he plans on, you know what? I'm going to be the one inventing it in Fillory. And then they can, I can be known as the Champagne King. Like, no. No. Okay. Said by someone who has never studied world history. Yeah. So Elliot gets worried about Earth time versus Fillory time, like hoping that he doesn't just die alone waiting for his friends to return. A valid. I mean, he might. Like, yeah, we don't know how time passes. It's a lot to commit to staying there. I mean, I even know from the Narnia books, like sometimes it passed really quick and sometimes it passed mm-hmm. slow. Sometimes, yeah, they don't even of... know if it's consistent. They don't know if it's standard. Right. Daylight savings time, but fillery. Yeah. Maybe sometimes you go through it's three months. Maybe sometimes it's a couple of days. You know, you don't right? know. Right. So Elliot says it's extremely disrespectful to touch a king without permission. As he's sitting next to Quentin and they're like kind of. Their shoulders are touching, and Quentin moves away slightly from Elliot's shoulder. But you know, Elliot's like, you know, come on, hug me. Let's let's hug. And they do. And Elliot says, you know, Quentin, you can grab my ass too. <laughs> <laughs> and they laugh. Oh, 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 oh friends. <laughs> so back in Manhattan, Martin says Julia can check his work. You know, come on, check my work on the spell. Look at this. Look how great this is. Right. And so she's all sullen and she gets up to check it and asks why he wants her. Like, why do you want to help me with my shade? And he says with her shade, she'd see things differently, like, or without her shade, she'd see things differently and decides to show her an example. And he does a quick spell and sticks her hand onto her chest. I'm like, no, you're not touching Mm -mm. me and doing something. Mm -mm. But he did sign the thing that he can't do anything to harm her. I know, but this is still not consensual. Stop sticking your things and people don't touch me with your damn six-fingered hands oh <laughs> can you imagine Ooh. it's like that episode from like um will and grace where she she uh dates the guy ken marino and he has like six toes i don't think i know that one and he's like can you massage my foot and she's like mm. <laughs> and she doesn't want to do it oh it's so great it's a great episode anyway um so anyway, so yeah, so he sticks his hand on her chest and there's like this glow and she, you know, she feels it and then she feels it go, but she's like, put it back, put it back now. But if she did that, if she wanted it back, then that means she was freaking out without it. Well, yeah, obviously she feels the lack of it. Yeah. And she didn't like it. Right. Okay. I guess. That's how I read it anyway. If she was like, oh no, this thing I didn't know I had, like, I feel it part of me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's an empty spot. I don't like this. So he puts it back and she sulks again and sits back down. He understands she's afraid to lose herself, but then adds that her pain will destroy her and there's no glory in that. She might kill Reynard, but he's still, you know, Reynard will still win. I'm like, well, that's kind of true too. 
Well, no, that's just what happened to Martin because he like let evil wash over him. <laughs> right. I think that, yeah, you just gotta, you have to make a choice not to do it. That's, you know, not to turn evil. Well, yeah, that's like it. I think she, obviously it's different for everyone, but holding on to your humanity, whatever that means is important. Exactly. True that. So she sheds a tear as Martin goes back to his spell. And that's the end of the episode. Our heroes hmm. are in tough spots, huh? I know. It's kind of a blah beginning, except for like the stuff in the middle. Like the ending didn't really, it didn't really make me go, okay, I want to watch more. It makes me like, this is sad. Well, I want to watch more because I want to figure out how they like try to solve these problems. But right. yeah, they're up against a lot. I just mean as, as a rating as far as the episode. Oh, yeah, like How totally. it should have been. It should have like, been like, oh, not, draw me in. I want to see it's it. It's not the funnest episode, no. that's for sure. No. I mean, the show gets much better as this season goes on. Like, it really starts to pick up better in the season two. I really end, think it's like remember. season one is really good. But season two and on, they just know what the show is and what they want it to be more. They and play it's so to its clear. wacky strengths. Yeah. Yes. They fully go for like, we don't have to be like a normal show at all. Exactly. And we're getting per- there. Precisely. Yes, we are. We're getting there. <laughs> So, listeners, I hope you guys are excited for Magician Season 2, and you'll come back next week for a new episode. Again, you can catch Orlean at Spooky Orlean on Instagrams and on her podcast, Spooky and Strange, as well as Autopsy of a Horror Movie still. And uh, you can catch the Rewatch Recap at the Rewatch Recap on Instagram and Threads and uh, at Dustin underscore Holden on TikTok. Hope to see you guys next week when we cover... Hotel Spa Potions, episode One of my two. favorite titles of the I know, it's a show. great title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Rewatch it. We'll see you back here next week. Bye. Bye.